Hello, beautiful people, and uh, Happy New Year's. You're probably on your deathbed a little hungover. We understand that, and uh, we're probably in the same boat if you're listening to this on New Year's Day with that that uh, I stayed up till 4 a.m. hungover kind of uh, feeling going on for the day. But you know what? We're back. It's season two, season two, episode one. It's a real good time. Um, you've got myself, Matt, Harley, and Nate, and we're here talking about, uh, you know, some of our favorite news stories. Uh, we go over some more inventions. We we discuss um, jobs that are the most thankless, but. Big ticket for this episode. Uh, you'll see it in the timestamp. We have an interview with Jordan Kyola of Mo Lauda and the Humble. Um, Night Season, his other uh, uh, side project and, and passion project, uh, just released their first EP. So that's pretty good too. So if you haven't yet, go ahead and check out Mo Lauda and the Humble um, and Night Season Music. Both of them are on all your streaming platforms. They were um, incredibly cool to hang out with. And then on top of that, Jordan gave us a pretty fun and, and cool interview. And I think you guys will enjoy that. Um, as we as we dive into season two, uh, we we got T-shirts and with the new logo, which I've we've got some good reviews on. So hopefully you guys liked the new logo because we're going to release those uh, coming up here. So check the bio out for those links. Um, if you want one, let us know. We're not doing any sort of like giveaway or anything like that, but I think we're going to buy some for ourselves. So um, would be happy to increase the order that way. So. Yeah, man, it's we're back and it's been it's been fun. And thank you for sticking with us, the people who did. Uh, I know it's been a little bit and and we kind of fell off there, but we needed a little bit of a month to get everything back under control in the holidays. And so it's going to be a good episode for you. Um, We cut out a couple times uh, getting a new laptops currently and trying to uh, invest in getting some shit done in terms of getting better equipment. So we're still working on it. Obviously, same season one problems, just bringing them to season two with a fresh attitude. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, man. And, uh, we open in a pretty weird conversation. I had just finished laying a one minute freestyle, uh, regarding season two, but it did not get recorded. Um, and then Nate and Matt, we kind of just took it and ran with it. So yeah, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. Uh, it's good to be back. Enjoy the Molada interview. I believe it's somewhere in the 40 minutes in range. Uh, just check the timestamp if you really want to skip to it, but Big thanks to them for, for jumping on uh, while you're here. Once you finish listening, go ahead and hit uh, five stars and subscribe again and make sure that everything looks good there. And then check out uh, 60 Yard Line and Nick at Night, our other two podcasts hosted by Gravy Train Productions, as we kind of get that thing rolling again. And I know uh, it's been a good time getting getting those guys started and getting them going. So yeah, there's a little something for everybody. Anyways, I'm going to quit talking your ear off. Let's get the other guys involved here. So uh, without further ado, let's catch up. It's so damn cold. It's frigid. It's freezing. It's so damn cold. It's so damn cold. Hard come. It's the coldest, y'all. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I, wait, I was ready to rip some bars there. Yeah, it would have been fun. I was ready to rip some bars there. It was going to happen. Hard. You guys remember when we used to freestyle back in high school? Let's bring Dude. it back. I dropped a three-minute freestyle diss track talking about sucking um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's dick with Joe and Andre. And it was one of the most electric freestyles I've ever dropped. And it just kept going back to how I wanted to suck Neil deGrasse Tyson. At the end of like every verse was that. And then we'd break into the chorus again. One of my favorite freestyles. It was that, good. I, I'm bummed that I missed that. I think I said I wanted to explore his inexplicable universe, but like it was like I like <laughs> put it to ass and everything. Oh my god! Uh, One of my more I elite. Mean, how much of that freestyle was written out beforehand? <laughs> on, on Premeditated. I don't want to say that all of it was written he, out like that, but I definitely have those thoughts. I mean, he's like basically just rehearsed in the shower for like ten weeks straight, <laughs> uh, waiting uh, for yeah, his moment. Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. Titan stick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, 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 yeah, actually, it all piggybacked off the fact that I created a viral tweet that didn't go viral until last week, and I got Whoa. no credit for it. Let me break that down for you fellas. Um, you know the Get My Nuts Vine? You seen that? No. Okay, so let me let me backtrack. Verbal memes, love them. So take it back like three weeks when you heard the Dudes Be Afraid to Moan tweets. You guys seen those? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's <laughs> the, the theme of the tweet is dudes be afraid to moan. I'd be up in my girl's ear like, and then an insert of a video. Uh, mm-hmm. One was R2-D2 in episode three of Star Wars. <laughs> Yo! The other one was, uh, uh, fuck Harley. There were some good ones. What else was there? Help me, Harley. Oh, which one? The Halo theme song? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you mean the Tomato Boy theme song? Yeah, the Tomato oh, Boy theme song. What are you talking about? <laughs> Easy. Oh yeah, mm, so good, mm, tasty. Wait, let me let me pull it up for you, and then I'll continue. Yeah, no, okay. So let me pull it up. It's so fucking funny, dude. That is the way I I wanted to describe because okay, there's one more that came out. First, I'm gonna do mm, so tasty. Okay, so wait, so you tweeted about these? No, 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 no. I, I'm, Are you I'm almost. Right? I'm almost there. Yeah, I am recording. I this is. And so the theme of that tweet is Dudes be afraid to moan I'd be up in my girl's ear like Right Well a couple weeks ago Me and Andre were watching The uh, the little girl who does the I smell like beef Remember that girl Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And one of hers is uh, One of her little ones is Get my nuts Get my nuts And I will play it for you And so three weeks ago, I wrote a viral tweet that was like, um, when she, so either like when she's, so, it was something about blowjobs, and I was like, but, and then you like tell her this or whatever, and then Joe and I can like uh, flipped it to like when she's giving you a rim job. I don't know. This is this is going nowhere. <laughs> anyways, it was anyways. Um, so I basically had made I and no one had made get my nuts into a seven second vine yet. It was literally part of a montage. So um, I wrote that tweet and I kept it in my drafts and I never sent it. <laughs> one week ago today, I got a tweet on my timeline. It was like, dudes be afraid to moan. I'd be up in my girl's ear like, get my nuts, get my nuts. <laughs> 170,000 retweets. What? You shouldn't have freaking holstered that one, dude. This is the, this, idiot. this is what happens when I'm not creative enough. We, we should have all of those as listeners. I, because they, uh, you know like when people go viral now, they do the tweet and then they put on the bottom, it's like mm-hmm. also check out my podcast or my yeah, Visco yeah. or whatever. Tuesday Ketchup could have taken a huge bump and all because I was afraid of do, saying get my nuts on the internet. I would have put um, I would have put very, very strong. Very strong. Very queen. If you had to say one thing to freak a girl out as you were climaxing, what would it be? And like, so this is something that you would actually like consider saying in real life, just because it's that funny. <laughs> one word. <laughs> one word or one sound. Uh, no, I already, I already know what mine would be. I like, I, I, I like had to hold myself back from it. It was, it was going to be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get this. You'll never get this. I got it. <laughs> Oh, I my like. God. Anybody else? Um, <laughs> my wife. Uh, my wife. I think there's a lack of bow rat, uh, like in the in the, in the sexual world. bedroom sense. I guess just anywhere, but like bedroom especially. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my wife. My wife. And just like that. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> back on the rails. Baby. We're back on the rails, baby. Hey, and we've been recording the whole time. This is for the people. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Tuesday Catch-Up Season 2. Fellas, how are we doing? 
Oh, jump. Yeah. Very excited. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> I wanted to make the weirdest noise possible just That'd to show Chubb's ear, like. that like, oh. I'm in Chubb's ear right now just whispering, I'm excited. The month break is over. It's a good time to be alive. I hope everybody had the most Merry Christmas of all. Fellas, you know what time it is. Hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's the Tuesday Ketchup difference. Can't wait to edit that. Hang on. Do you want to you, you don't a pen? put in the music. Yeah, it's just it's just a nice slow pause. No, that's fine. And we're back. And we're back. How's everybody back. doing? No, it's been a great month. Uh, you know, we missed you guys. I tell you what, the best Christmas present of all is the fact that we're recording today for you guys to come out on New Year's Day. Um you're probably pretty hungover, I'm going to guess. What, a good chunk of our listeners, you Hope guys so. think? Probably yeah. pretty, oh, pretty yeah. well under the weather at that point. Uh, deep breaths. This episode's going to be a doozy. There's a lot going on. Can I put out a shameless plug? Yeah. Hey, we're open New Year's Eve at Barrel 41. Wow. <laughs> we made it six minutes into the episode. Six minutes into the episode. Hey, you want to know the funny part is? I know this comes out New Year's Day, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I think my favorite part is just like, they go like, oh, what it's all going to change from season one? Not a goddamn Nothing. thing. <laughs> Not a goddamn we thing. We the, the, the umbilical cord on a few people. <laughs> just like a <laughs> Sniff the umbilical cord is your go-to? Yeah. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Uh, man, dude, the holidays were a riot. I mean, Craig spilled the beans on my grandparents' present at the dinner table, which Ooh. was absolutely hilarious. Um, on How top does one of- do that? Does he just randomly blurt out what, what her gift was? Uh, yeah, kind of. So we were talking about how, like... Um, I remember what it was tech support. She was asking me how to like do something. And I made some comment <laughs> about a day earlier that I was like the most senior member of tech support in the house ability to handle all things tech. You know, if you ask me to do it, because I, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I can troubleshoot most things. I mean, most of helping grandma is just tracking down passwords. <laughs> That's literally what it is. I spent three hours one day setting it up. It's terrible. Um, anyways, it's so not really it involved. Right. But I said that comment immediately regretted it because we're sitting at the dinner table eating and she asked for something. And my dad went, yeah, you know, Hayden said it yesterday. He's the most uh, senior member of tech support in the family so if you need some help with that new alexa and then we all look at him and cassie goes they don't know yet and he went anyways if you just need help give him a call and he like goes back to eating and, and my mom like now tunes back into the conversation she looks at me and she goes did he just and i went mm-hmm. and she just stared like i swear to god she uh, i bought my dad a four pound sledgehammer for christmas i swear to god my mom was gonna reach for it i thought he was done i thought i thought freddie the woman was at her wits end but on top of that, watching old people interact with an Alexa was one of my favorite times of all. Like, it was so funny. She was like, Alexa, play Christmas. The war is over. <laughs> I was like, Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, that's not a song. And she's like, yes, it is. And I was like, Grandma, no, it's not. Um, it was fun itself and, and uh, an experience there. Um, they didn't know how to call it Alexa. They called it Alexis. So my grandma would be like, Alexis. Play the war is over. I was like, Grandma, it's Alexa. And she goes, Alexin, Al- or she called Echo, Echo, Echo. And I'm like, No, Grandma, it's it's an Echo. Her name is Alexa. And she's like, Oh, play the war is over. Name? 
<laughs> oh god, it was so good. And then my dad kept asking it to tell jokes, and uh, Jimmy on the the mic at me. <laughs> Such a beauty. I hate Alexa. I wonder what's the dirtiest hey. joke that Alexa knows. You should ask her. Hey Alexa, what's the dirtiest joke you know? Jimmy, the mic's all yours. Who is the crustacean's favorite singer? Prawn Mendez. Prawn Mendez. Fuck that, you. That's, wow, that's not a dirty. joke. I love that we got that on audio. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I love it. She like she Fuck won't you. do it. Jimmy, the, take the mic. Can here. we say guest uh, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, it's going to take away from the interview later. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Whoops. Put that in the title. We'll get yeah. <laughs> I'm also realizing this, and I'm just going to say it for our listeners who are probably confused. We did just miss 15 seconds of audio. And the wow. Tuesday Catch-Up has it. <laughs> Tuesday catch not missing a beat. He's we need to get rid of Audacity. Uh, check it out. Audacity. This weekend, buying a MacBook Pro. All right, yeah. fellas? So oh, it's gonna, yeah. we're, we're up Thank in the production God. value. Yeah, I'm getting I know. a new laptop, too. Oh, my God. And I can't wait to infect it with all the... Harley's getting a, a gently used 2008 Mac Toshiba, Toshiba, <laughs> Toshiba desktop <laughs> from from Bethesda. Mm. Asus Chromebook, <laughs> uh, 32 gigabytes, baby. Yes, but no, I'm getting Acer, uh, one of those touchscreen ones. Acer, I hardly know. Oh her. hell yeah. Um, so, hardly know her. Hardly know her. The last <laughs> like changed. highlight of my Christmas was uh, my grandpa got a massage for the first time in his life, oh. and he was I, obviously no. I was gonna make that joke, but there were so many on the table at this point. So he starts and he goes, "That woman hurt me," and he's like, kind of <laughs> he's being funny about it. Like he's just telling this great story about how like this chick came in and she had she was bigger than me. He pointed at me, he's like, "Bigger than that guy, with bigger arms than him," and I was like, "Get in the car, <laughs> Kenny. You're getting a massage." <laughs> Um, so I was having a good time with him, but then the, that's what she said. just started to stack up. He was like, I mean, she just, it was so tight and she just kept going. And, <laughs> and my mom's like, well, of course it's tight until you wear it out a little bit. <laughs> <So I> keep <laughs> going. And then finally, I don't remember what the fucking last one was, but if you've seen the office, the episode yeah, where yeah. Jim tees up so many, that's what she said. <laughs> finally, Cassie and I, like I, my fingers are digging into the table. I go, that's what she said. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like crying laughing. My Cassie hits the fucking potatoes and just like, we are dying at this point. My great grandma and grandpa are so distraught by the fact that I said that it was something like a, do you, do you remember? Dude, um, it had to be said though. It had to be yeah. said. So good. Do you remember that uh, podcast where you listened to chum with Eric Andre and how he, only goes to massages that give him happy endings. Oh and there's a straight up app that tells you where to go. Yeah. Do you guys hear about this app? <laughs> um, no. And uh, it's an app that will point out. It's like it's basically like a Yelp, but it only shows you massage parlors that offer do extended you, do you services. Of, do you remember the name of the app? If no. So do not tell it. Was it like a pun? Uh, there's got to be a good like massage no. app. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was. It was not a pun. I remember. Well, I, like, I, I remember. Like, I remember Thrinder, the threesome Tinder. Did you ever download that? <laughs> I forgot about Trinder. I think we did down download. No, it no, we 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 did not. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt and I downloaded it when they were sitting on the couch. Yes, we were talking about it, and our, our dad had a, the setup. Like that wasn't auto. me though. That wasn't me because I was wasn't on the family. So you must have downloaded you, it. Yeah, you were there with me because I was like, should I download it? Let's see what this. I'm is almost about. positive that me and Chum Bum ch- checked it out separately. <laughs> I don't need to confirm or deny this. And, and so, it, it got downloaded on my dad's phone. Regardless, yeah, I did check it out, and it was pretty fucking funny. It got downloaded on old Darno? Yeah, Darno's phone. Oh. Should have made a profile for Darno. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, just look at the party. Uh, <laughs> He's a listener I, I got the a Tuesday massage. I got a massage recently. It, um, about a week and a half ago, Annie and I went to get a couple's massage. Okay. And I thought this was only in like, uh, in like movies, comedy movies. Yep. But the bitch stood on me. Yep, yep, yep. She <laughs> <laughs> stood on me. She almost fell one time. I saw. I felt her like wobble a little bit, and her hand went through one of the ceiling tiles. <laughs> Wait, what? Did it rain dust on you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Aren't you supposed to be like holstered in? Is like the like they have like handles, don't they? Yeah, no, I'm just supposed to be like buckled in. What oh, kind of massage parlor did you two go to? Under the wall, Lord. She was leaning against the wall, and she like wobbled a little bit. She was on my thighs, and she wobbled a little bit, and like reached up with her other hand and punched the ceiling I, tile. I hope it was like a 300 pound Belgian woman. No, she was a dainty little Asian lady <laughs> named Olga. <laughs> dainty little Asian lady, and the I'm first thing she does is walk in the room. She tells me to sit up, and she she puts both of her knees on my back, and it, it and grabs my shoulders, <laughs> and like pulls me back, and she's like, "Relax, relax." <laughs> you, want, you want me to relax? And then she just climbs on top of you, like straight out of the fucking. And, and, she, and she pulls on my arms and puts her knees into my into my back, and she's like, "Oh, very good, very good," and slaps the sides of my stomach and goes, "Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm bad now." <laughs> I was, did, I, was I want to ask for her massage like certificate re- yeah. receipt that says she's a fucking massage parlor. Oh person. my god, dude! You University of Phoenix online, University of Phoenix online massage. All right, now now pull him back and slap that belly. <laughs> dude, so that, that could have gotten like it was, a, it was a fantastic massage, was but I mean that? that's when you buy a, a ninety dollar. Um, uh, couples massage therapy on Groupon. Groupon. Yeah, I was going to oh, see yeah. if that was you a seven dollar Groupon. Did your own happy endings? Then you couldn't. They weren't <laughs> providing them there. No, I, you have to pay like forty dollars. Oh yeah, that's a rip off for a f- yeah. for a happy ending. I can jerk off way better than some other lady. <laughs> see, that's what they said on the yeah, podcast, and then he said weird. he said everybody says they can jerk off better on their own until they yeah. can't. Ah. He's like until until you get one of those, then you realize that's. Funny. I guess. I mean, there was like that that saying, like if uh, if the devil came to you and was like, "Beat me in one challenge, and um, you can, and I won't take your soul," and you always have to say a hand job challenge, because if you win, you would just like have a normal orgasm and you and you masturbate really well and you survive, or you get the best hand job in the world and you die and you die. Oh, die you die, happy, happy man. man. That's not a bad way to look at it, I guess. Go out I, fighting, you know. Yeah, shit. You know, one way you live, the other way you get the best hand job that is humanly possible or demonly possible. Yeah, but- the best in the world, the best ever. <laughs> uh, it, 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 all that's on my mind right now is someone like on their deathbed, hungover, like right now, listening to us talk about just jerking off the devil. The devil <laughs> has, the, has the episode started yet? And the episode is very started. We are. I'm we've, just kidding. <laughs> this uh, is my podcast. Yeah, I feel terrible for uh, the people listening right now. Not I really. Don't. Welcome I'm, back. Uh, yeah, welcome two. back. But yeah, for real, this is great. I uh, hope everyone had a good chance to uh, to go home for Christmas, get some presents, Thanks treat for the family with well. Us too. Yeah, if you're still here after, after the hiatus, yeah, welcome, you're a fan. welcome back. You're a true fan, and All you right. better stick with us for the future because we're having guests from the Lakers, Brandon Ingram. Is that next week, Nate? Yeah, we can do it whenever. I say we call. I say we call next week. Like okay. a cease and dude, no, Gravy Train Productions getting some serious guests. Nick got the number of the dude who's ref the last um, f- or umpired the last five 
MLB championships. Like yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm gonna call him. He's like, <laughs> we're a ref podcast. Like, oh my god. Uh, on top of the interview today, we're having a good little little Christmas break. It'll be funnier if I do the interview and I don't know who he is. Oh, Brandon. So <laughs> you play the basketball? So you're a professional skateboarder, right? <laughs> Brandon Ingram. That's no, that's cool. the only dude. That's the only, I know, I know. That's the funny part. Um, I will say, yeah, no, that's going to be good. But like I said, I hope you guys went home for Christmas and you had a good time. You gave good presents. You were thankful for stuff. Uh, the tomato boys and girls who reached out after we refunded them and told me not to refund them ever again. I respect the hell out of you. I will gladly Ooh, take wow, your money back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that happened. Stay yeah. the dollar, I was like, people. Ten bucks back in the pocket. Yeah, no, I know we could. Yeah, we'll take that money. Yeah, no. Um, Probably that's two pizzas, dog. Yeah, exactly. No, no, that's unlimited pizzas for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. Just because he's poor doesn't mean he's not a fatty. He loves to eat. We get that'll feed him for well, three weeks. That's I'm a two night stretch. Actually, pay for pizza instead of digging it out of the dumpster of little C's. Fair, <laughs> fair. If I have money to blow on Patreon, I have money for pizza. Okay? Now yeah, let me true, let me say true. this. Let me say this. I was running past a Little Caesars last night. Those have no business smelling that good. <laughs> they do not do not need to be no. calling me in like that. It's I almost abandoned my run and just ran on in. If they have, if there was a Little Caesars flavored air freshener like that Ooh. good of the hot, it's like because for some reason, even uh, what was I like? I was probably a good forty yards outside the store. It smelled hot. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. air fresheners, they're all yeah. just like, oh yeah, it's lavender. I want something that smells like hot pizza. I wonder if hot you, could, uh, you know, like how oh. the holidays, there's all these celebrities on the uh, the uh, cologne commercials. Sure. I wonder if we could start. Buying up airtime for our little Caesars cologne, oh, little Caesars cologne, and and think, Febreze packets. Do you think we just have to like get a bunch of little Caesars pizza and put I've, a tree shaped cardboard piece like into the yeah. grease and just like soak it and then oh, dry I it? I think we get a uh, you know instead of the tree, it's just a slice of pizza. Smells straight up like little Caesars, and we make our own uh, commercial to go on and on uh, the public access TV at like midnight. You see, that's a really <laughs> good idea. <laughs> the trees are way funnier. Yeah, I'm not seeing the potential here, guys. I think, I think we just dry out a piece of pizza and they can hang it I like the our shopping cart idea better. Yeah, I like the, oh, the yeah. Tarbucks cart. Tarbucks. Tarbucks shark cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever it was. That's a season one problem. We're back now. Yeah, back to season What was two. our last one? Uh, microwaves with mini doors. After Nate left, we came up with the, mi- the mini door microwave that you could cook like five different dishes what? at once. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let me, let, let me, let me yeah, rehash like this one. Let's talk about Nate hung up. Pitch it, pitch it, yeah. pitch it. Like a nested microwave? Nate, Nate, listen up, yeah. Nate, Harley, what's the worst thing about microwaving leftovers? Having to cover it? Besides that. Having to break into your neighbor's house and steal their leftovers so you can okay. eat it. Your Matt, house. Matt, what's the Almost. worst thing about microwaving leftovers? Oh man, sometimes you have different things and they take longer or shorter amount of time to microwave. Yeah, well, I have a solution for that. What is it? Let me tell you, okay? It is a multi-doored microwave. What you're gonna do is you're gonna have a microwave with six different doors. Wow. Okay. And what it comes with, all inclusive, right, with your first purchase uh-huh, of it, uh-huh. is a six-tiered tray oh. that attaches and detaches to itself. Okay, you got six different leftovers. That. You got your corn casserole. You got your stuffing, your mashed potatoes, your sweet potatoes, and your turkey. Oh. Not all of that cooks the same speed, no, correct? No, no, no. So what you're going to do is you're going to put the individual food in the individual pieces of the tray. Each tray goes into its own doored microwave. You set the timer. 
all to one minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. Microwave powers at all different levels on those six doors to mm-hmm. cook everything to the mm-hmm. same temperature. Pull it out at the end. You've got six food all at the same level of hotness, but without losing any of the dryness. Wow. 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 Investor and customer. There, what was the name for this? You can get multiple time settings for the different doors. Like, what if you got to defrost something? No, 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 no. This is more, this is, this is, this is, this is the leftover. Hey, hey, asshole. This is for leftovers. Okay. Don't poke holes in it because you don't understand it. Don't make a $300 appliance for leftovers. Did we say $300, Matt? Did we say $300? $69.99. with a tray. And if if you order now, we'll throw in a second tray for $5. If you order even more than that, it's three easy payments of (laughs) (laughs) $19.99. <laughs> Save ten bucks. Go ahead and call this number now. Nine two zero two five seven nine one five five. That is nine two zero two five seven nine one five five. Five 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 five. I'm calling him right now. What was the it? Super wave or the leftover No. No. Left no left wave no. over me. No. So the double left oven. The, the, the left oven. The doorway. I like the like left oven. Overs. What is I like it? the left, oh, oven. left oven? I like that. Or the... This is this is strong radio. This is good radio. <laughs> All right, come back to <laughs> us. Someone oh. just pop in with the name at any time throughout this episode, please. No, oh, yeah. All right, guys. Multi wave. So, so viewers submit a name for that appliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you have? The multi, uh, the multi door. Yeah, whoever names, whoever is the best name, gets the first prototype. If we ever develop it. That's, we we overpromise a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I said if we ever develop it, the chances of us breaking even on a microwave like that is is slim to none. Yeah, I think we got a better shot at the Targut it's, Spark. It's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really good for for one time a year when you have just a fridge full of like thirteen different leftovers and they all have to go on a plate together. And but the best time to sell it is Black Friday, which is like. Almost a day later, already. No, yes. no, no. Thanksgiving leftovers last Thanksgiving, Friday. Bro. Yeah, it's Friday through like Monday. I think is the that is the most OG gift, and then Christmas again. Yeah, that's true. That's the holiday season. That's hot. It is well, a holiday. Thanksgiving item. is yeah, like the most yeah, yeah. microwavable meal there is. The what is? Leftover Thanksgiving is like the most microwavable yeah. meal. No, it's is. also one of the most difficult meals to microwave. Nothing is the same. You have to like literally sprinkle water on the plate to get the food. Tell to me, make, tell me, mash and then heat it on the stove and then no. put it on toast. There's tons of nuance to cooking it in the microwave. You tell me, like you tell science. me that the uh, mashed potatoes isn't ice cold in the middle and your gravy is piping hot. No, you got to take your fork and flatten it down on the plate. So that it All right, let's move on. This is obviously yeah. we're not going to yeah, settle yeah, this. In we're getting hours. lost in the week. New segment alert. Next, next, guys. So I was thinking. We were thinking actually. We were it's thinking. kind of a joint. We a joint, joint. I was thinking on this segment. Matt and I were sitting here the other day as we planned out the episode, and we uh. What did we go? We wanted to get a little brain food. A little date night. Yeah, we had a little date night. Went to one of them hibachi. Restaurants. One of them fucking the things are floating around. You pick all the sushi you Benny want. Hana. Off of it. <laughs> Benny Hanna. Fucking Benny, Benny fucking Hanna. Little <laughs> <laughs> Wall Wall Street. Love it. Anyways, uh, A, we came up with the segment, so I was thinking. This is kinda hey, wine or shine, kind of a I'm not gonna say a lame name, but it was a lame name. Hand up, that's on me. All right. But I like great it. Name. You like that? Whatever. Well, what, we'll was it? Wait, say what? what did we debate? Wine or shine. 
Wondershine. Oh, I like, I like So I Was Thinking better. Yeah, So I Was okay, Thinking. Fine. It's just a wrap-up of like, hey, guys, I had this random thought this week, and you know, this is what it kind of dovetailed into, a lot of d- things going on. And so Matt and I were thinking, as we were at the Hibachi restaurant, Matt left a nice tip on the table um, for the guy, right? Yeah, you did? I was left that like what $2 for the, but I told him to give it to the to the sushi guys. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it was about tipping. And as we're walking out, Matt says something fucking hilarious. He's like, "Yeah, it's a pretty thankless job being a buffet waiter or a buffet waiter." And immediately, I was dying. And number two, I was like, "There's a lot of other thankless, like useless jobs that people are forced to do each day." And we kind of started brainstorming on this whiteboard behind me of the most thankless jobs. Um, what it was? It's also yeah, it's thankless and it's also dumb. Dumb jobs, yeah. But someone has to do them. Someone has to collect plates, but they had this guy was like on us. He was like, how's, how's everything tasting? <laughs> That's what it was. He was pretty overbearing. Yeah, and he was, was like, pretty overbearing. Like, what do you guys got planned tonight? And we're like, I don't know. Get away from me. Yeah, no, he was. I he just was ate an unhealthy amount of sushi. I don't want to talk to you. He's about like, "What night. are you guys up to for the night?" I was like, "I just ate a baker's dozen crab rangoons. Don't ask me questions." <laughs> yeah, I'm probably was... gonna go blowed up from all this soy sauce and rice that's inside of me. Well, yeah, we have to go die. record a lucrative interview, and then we're gonna have anal sex. <laughs> yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy. I was not happy with the guy, so I made sure that that money went to to the guy who <laughs> sushi'd me some sushi. Yeah, that guy's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, so he he right off the top, Matt took that one right. Buffet waiter, it's pretty thankless. What is a thank? Yeah, thankless or useless job. Um, mm-hmm. I think our number two was um, Olympic, like Olympic swimming lifeguards. Those are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of purpose, but, but by law you have to have someone watching over them, and that's how we felt. Um, did you guys get a chance to think of any over on your guys's end? Yeah, I'm doing uh, call center employees. Oh. Like they have to be there, but they're useless pieces of shit and they're assholes. That's that's pretty true. Well, this is making me feel but, terrible. But sometimes that's they do different. help you out. Nobody nobody ever calls to a call center to like thank them for having a good product. The only time that they get like calls are when people have a problem. So they have to deal with people who are bitching and moaning all day. A lot a lot of um, respect for them for like being out there and grinding it. I respect like, the that'd hustle. Be a shitty job. I respect the hustle, <laughs> but I also hate you. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean, him. you either I die a hero or you that's live long you, enough to see yourself. That's why you outsource that yeah. shit. I did, I did think of one um, that uh, that's not on our list that um, was pretty good. And actually, I won't even take credit for this. I was just chatting because Nate Sharp was the... We were chatting today and he had a really good one the other day and we forgot about it. But this is the backup one that we were talking about. And that's self-checkout... Super oh, the attendant! <laughs> oh my god! Basically, a glorified security guard that has to type in their code for anything more complicated than scanning some bananas. It is mm. stupid, and you know what? It dupes me every time, and I still roll through there thinking that it's going to save time, but it really does not. Yeah, that I mean, that is literally what they took. <laughs> they took the Walmart greeter and moved them to there. Yeah, and they and they don't say hello anymore. They just like they're like, oh, you need help. <laughs> type in their, their fucking digit code without even looking at whatever the prompt says. Like you, uh, it's yeah. Fuck those guys. So, talk, about, yeah. talk about thankless jobs. Fuck the attendants. Let's talk about the robots. <laughs> Self checkout things. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, fuck robots. That's, that's what you get for asking for fifteen an hour, you bitches. <laughs> they they now some of them say out loud everything that you've scanned and the price for it. 
So a good fantasy football loser thing would have to go scan like 300 packs of tampons and then go tell the person that you don't need them anymore. Playtex, $8.99. Playtex, $8.99. Playtex, $8.99. Anal beads, $7.99. Extra small condoms, $12.99. Trojan ecstasy, it's like nothing's there, $17.45. Please insert card or select payment type. Yeah, so that one that one had me fired up too because I was thinking about I was like, yeah, man, those guys. I mean, respect the hustle again. Got to work. Got to get that money. Yeah, you got to chase that bread. But damn, is that boring? Yeah, Harley, you think of any? Um, you guys eat eggs, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. You mentioned being the guy that has to like stare at the machine that reads out on the eggs and sees if they're full of like chicken babies or not. Just like Uh. eight hours a day of staring at that screen. (laughs) Yeah. People get normal eggs. That's a job. That's one of those is like it's like it's why there's kind of oh, candidates yeah. for robots to be involved because like there's some stuff that just there should yeah. not be a human having to do for eight hours a day. Oh, there's oh, just yeah. no reason for oh, it. Yeah. Oh, that one's tough. That's not fun. Uh, what else do we have, Matt, on our list? Blockbuster employee. Yeah, it's a thankless job. Basically, any family video Size employee family at this point. Video, yeah. You're kind of you're in a lawless wasteland. Nate, at that oh point. wait, Nate, did you ever tell your story of your family video experience? No, he did. I, I think I did. No, you I think did. I, did. You I, did. Yeah, I was okay. dying. Yeah, that was yeah. Good yeah. And she was like thankful that you knocked over the whole W section so she had something, something to, do. to do for like the next yeah, two Yeah, she hours. literally offered us a free DVD. <laughs> Come back I was and like, no. I can put it back on the shelf. Later. <laughs> yeah. So no, like, thank no. you, darling. And we don't have a DVD player. Um, my One of my favorites is the sign spinner out front. And one of my favorite vines too is I don't even know where that Arby's is because that person's spinning it so well. It's a funny, it's a funny thing because sometimes you don't even know where it is, but you're just like, man, that's impressive or that's terrible. Like you're either really good or awful at it. Um, but no one ever thanks the guy for directing them t- towards an Arby's. Yeah. Matt, have you I ever like, seen I- that video that like talks about how to like basically play up, what you do for a living and like one is about the sign spinner and he's like talking to his friend like yo man what do you do for a living he's like oh i'm an executive marketing promoter at oh Fortune fuck yeah company. yeah yeah <laughs> there's one where it's like chick-fil-a I said, this on, I said this on fucking nick's podcast because they were talking about like the person who delivers your mail i call them the internal logistics coordinator <laughs> at a fortune 500 company that is hilarious like you can dress up any job at all like right now <laughs> the same I, video has a dishwasher as an underwater ceramic technique yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah baby i'm an underwater ceramic technique technician that's i love that yeah there's i love dressing the jobs but for real uh send us your best thankless job i'd love to hear some of these like jobs that are just kind of useless they're always funny to kind of recap and i like to hang around the mentions slide in our dms with it uh i had another i was thinking and it's it's really not really an i was thinking as much as i thought of something the other day that i think would be pretty fucking funny um a viral challenge i want to see done so this was one of those years where like viral challenges took kind of a big jump, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people like mm-hmm. took the stupid thing and just kept going with it. Uh, people were eating Tide Pods. People were getting <laughs> out of their cars and doing what, the shitty challenge. What? That was this year. Shit. Oh, dude, 2018 yeah. was a madness. Year, yeah, yeah Tide Pods this year, the shitty challenge this year, all that stuff. My my viral challenge was revolving on the Christmas season. I want to see someone go up to communion and just clear the cup. Nick and just I take it. Just take the cup, like when when they <laughs> go to hand you the down blood, on one knee, like just yeah, style. down on one of the ice style. Give it to him. Fold your hands back up and keep walking. I would love to see the viral challenge of that. 
probably not a very PC thing of me to say in 2018, but I, I think mean, it would be fucking hilarious. Be pretty funny. Yeah, so Yo, if anyone's got balls. Can we start our own church? <gasps> nope. Yes. I'm out on that. I don't mess around on that. I don't mess around hey, on that. church. Sphere. Yep, let's do it. Of well-being. We can smoke weed. We can make it part of our religion. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Uh, so it's all about helping others. It's not really a church, but you get together at like a reasonable time on a Sunday, like 1030 for mimosas and yeah. brunt. Yeah. And then somebody gets up and does stand up at the altar. Y'all smoke some doobies. And you go up, you go up, you drink out of a goblet full of four loco cherry. Black cherry. <laughs> and then you go out and you give some socks to homeless people. Or do whatever you want. Nate, but start your church. I'm an investor All and customer. Free, baby. Nate, start your church. All free, baby. I would I would honestly love to see what happened if you started a church out there. I I would love to start a church. I am I am enthusiastic. I can command people. I can talk up <laughs> for hours. I would Dude, I would I would be a perfect person to start if a church. If you if you ever listen to uh the cult about um the people who drank the Kool-Aid, I forget what that yeah, one yeah. was called. The guy Jones like Farm. Jones the, Farm. Yeah, the, whatever. Jonestown, Jonestown. Um yeah. the guy like pull try to pull himself as a god to these people and they just like started to believe it. But then there's yeah. so many people that he just started to to uh, smoke meth so that he could be up for like 24 hours a day. And then these people <laughs> like, because he needed to like keep up on everything. But there's yeah. like hundreds of people. And so he couldn't like manage everything. But it would be ungodly if he didn't. So he just started smoking meth and getting real fat, which is like a contradiction in itself, yeah. too. And then, uh, and then he, and then it went real sour after that because he was smoking a lot of meth. <laughs> <Don't stay. laughs> yeah, yeah, and but, also uh, hundreds of people died. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 things went pretty sour. Not that that's what would happen with the Tuesday ketchup church, but um, just be careful, Nate. Nate, <laughs> yeah, Matt. Nate, just don't smoke meth. Yeah, yeah, Nate. Yeah, but I actually, I would love to see what would happen if you started a church. I'm actually in to see this. Can we design a holiday for that church right now? It's got to be between um, January 1st it's and May 31st. It's half Christmas. We go I like half Christmas. Can, half we have, Christmas. can we have two holidays? I need one to fill the holiday purgatory that is January 1st through I May 31st. I would say something blackout Sunday. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Wait, wait January 1st to when? Somewhere between January 1st to May 31st because that's the dead season. It's a Do the second Sunday in February. It's a 24-hour sweat lodge. Yeah. We all go to a sauna. No, no, I'm, go out, to I'm Joshua out. Tree. Nate, do you have any Everybody ideas? Everybody drops acid on the second Sunday. Nope. Uh huh. I'm out on and, that. And uh, we bring in a, a small town <laughs> DJ to, uh, <laughs> to to play. Nate, we're not starting <laughs> Coachella. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> that happens anyways. No, this, is, this isn't Coachella. This That's is a church. Is. This is a house of the Lord. Ah, uh, okay. you know what? Let's table this. I think yeah, we'll come yeah, back we'll come to it. Back. I like I like the idea that we have a church kind of brewing up here. Hey, uh, if you'd like to be part of that, also hit us in the DMs. So I was thinking that I was at the gym the other day, and Craig's starting to scare me. Um, out of all the people in the gym, out of all the people in the gym, Craig hangs out with the old guy that wears corduroys and a wife beater. Tucked that in. guy, he hangs out with, Sp- uh, what's his name, Spike or something like that? That yeah, yeah. crazy. He is crazy. He's like, crazier he, than Craig. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And, uh, man, there's always one goofball wearing fucking cargo shorts or corduroy pants or something at the gym, and you just never trust that person. And my dad, 
goes, he, that'll be he, a good friend. He just he just is attracted to him. It's like a magnet. And he's dude, like, yeah, that guy yeah, wants to chat. Kindred connect with spirit. This dude. Yeah. Kindred spirit. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. All right, but as far as other segments, uh, we're going to be trying to, once we get the MacBook and everything else running up, we're going to try and bring back that like random phone call of the week. Mm-hmm. I think we're just going to fucking find someone in the phone book, give them a little call, a little impromptu guest every once in a while, uh, monthly listener cues. So keep sending them in. Well, we're going to have a couple today we want to run through, but we're going to save those for a once a month kind of episode for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking as a good segment, we're always creating more and more segments. We just, you know, we're moving our way. People's court still there. We're, uh, we're just sprinkling it in from our bag and making sure that, it, you know, things are exactly where they need to be. But so I was thinking just a good way to kind of, ju- you know, get that conversation rolling and feeling good. But man, fellas, I'm feeling good. Can I, uh, can I retell a joke from dad since he's been brought up on the cast? Yes. He may have told you this he one. He did. He told this joke on the cast. The Paul Walker one? Oh, no, he didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> What's the difference between Paul Walker and my laptop? <laughs> or my computer? I don't know. When my computer crashes, I actually give a fuck. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Dad said that one? Dad said that to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that is Savage. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well... Now that we've said that, let's take some time to reflect. I'm going to throw some sad music in the... No, some uh, inspiring music in the background. Let's just talk about some favorite things that happened this year. This is kind of a year in review. 2018 was wild. Truthfully, I mean, I will say, cue the sad music. Go. Good. Perfect. Look at me. I know exactly where I'm going to put that, I think. (laughs) I think, I think. He's writing times down. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm writing times down. Anyways, um, this year was actually pretty crazy. It was. I mean, think about back in January. Living in the Nah, in the mom and dad's house. I mean, a lot of things happened this year. Uh, my favorite mascot of all times, Gritty, mm-hmm. was uh, was born. Baby Gritty was born in late 2018. He's a beauty. Uh, Harley, thanks for the t-shirt. Um, Cassie fed the dog a pop brownie this summer. That was one of my favorite things that happened this calendar year. You know, we lost some good ones. We lost some OGs. R.I.P. Oliver. But Sophie's stepped up in his steed and become a pretty cool dog. I got to give it to her. Um, <clears throat> we went to, you know, Mile of Music. Yeah. That was a good-ass time. That was one of my favorite moments that of this whole year. That was a great time. Year. You opened up a business. I opened up a business. You opened up a business. Things are moving moving quick. The podcast was born in, Whoa. what did I say, April? March? Yeah. It was March for April. March, but, but March did, 2018. Yeah. March 2018, it was born and, and was released to the public in April. And holy f- shit. We're on season two, baby. We're on season two. I mean, a lot of good things happened this year. I moved up to Green Bay, took a new job, sold out corporate. For now, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think one of my coworkers listens to that. I won't. I'm not gonna put any of that in the air. You know. You know. Yeah. What a year. What Go a ahead. year. What a year, though. Matt, you got any favorite year. things that happened this year? No, I just want to say that it was one hell of a year. Glad that we all connected and did this because boy, oh girl, did I miss all of you. Um, gives us an excuse to hang out, and it's even better that people enjoy listening to us. Right. Um. Favorite? Was, do you have a favorite vine of this year? Favorite trend? Crazy. I was trying to think of of something like that, and um, I, I'm just stuck in the R.I.P. Vine videos. That that yeah, those it. trend that trend of like um, yeah, the that, pushback that that got was was great. No, I guess uh, I guess one of my favorite things of the year was watching all the hot ones. I got oh, hooked into that. Yeah. That was like doing the hot wing challenge. Pretty fun. Too. Hot wing challenge. We did it. That's getting um, released on YouTube this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the kids. Harley, you got any favorite things this week? Any f- or favorite things this year? Any favorite trends, vines, uh, events? It was, it was just a good year. Life is still moving. A couple of my good friends got married. Um, 
Got to go to weddings, which I like hadn't really done before. Yeah, weddings. Got, my own, got my own place. We me and Chum Still crashed a wedding. That Life's was pretty good. fun. Almost died. Chum almost died. You should. We should release that to that the That story can never get out. <laughs> that, stay down. Yeah. Um, other things, I found a meme calendar from the year, which was like Ooh. all of the memes oh, of the year. Hard. There was like, us. there was <laughs> Evil Patrick. That one got me really good. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, I take it back. I have something. Hoi Minoy Minoy getting some traction was pretty good too. Hoi Minoy Minoy. Yeah. That one was good. What else? Um, uh, the moth and the lamp. The oh, moth. Oh, yeah, moth. Moth yeah, memes yeah, are yeah, solid. Yeah. Moth memes are solid. Yanni versus Laurel was this year. Oh, dude, Yanni versus Laurel and the and the yellow and uh, gold versus blue or blue and black, yellow my, and gold dress. My least favorite thing of the year, yeah. Yoda boy. He can go oh, fucking. Nope, Yoda yeah. boy's rise to fame is probably my be- <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened to me. Honestly, <laughs> the American dream, singing in a Walmart in a record deal the next day. <laughs> oh, that was one of the. That was one of the. I'd be up in my uh, my lady's ear like no. It was it was um it was uh dudes be afraid to moan. I'd be up in my homie's ear like yeah yeah <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Hey, man. Nate, Nate, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Favorite trends, vines, events this year? You, I mean, you moved to LA. What's, what's your recap the year for us? You know, my year was pretty crazy. Um, uh, early, early 2018, aka December or uh, January. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so I, I dropped out of uh, school, changed my career path of everything, and. Uh, Moved to Milwaukee for three months, uh, went to school uh, for software engineering there, and then got a job halfway across the country. All the way across the country. Yeah, pretty as far as you can go. California in a career that, as of a year ago, I didn't really have any idea I was going to be working in. And, like, it didn't. It's like one of those careers that, yes, it existed, but, like, it was like, it kind of, those positions are, like, coming out of nowhere. You're like, there, every, everybody yeah. needs. Uh, some some internet stuff. Everyone needs some everyone needs some internet stuff. Hi, hackers, Russian hackers. Mm, yeah. No, it was a good year, and I want everyone who's listening take a minute, think about the year because 2018 was long as lo- longer we, than any year I've ever had. Yeah, should we give it a moment of silence? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good moment. That's a good moment. I feel good about that. All right, um, now this is something I was super super excited about. Super stoked to start the new year, the new season with this episode. Uh, we got to sit down with one of my. I mean, su- yeah. Sweet Baby was a, f- a, a phenomenal guest, and we're gonna have him on again soon. But this guest was someone that I annoyed the shit out of to get them onto the show. Uh, people had reached out and said they were excited to hear him on here. We'd seen him in concert. What? <laughs> Four, few times, few times, three and times, and we pulled the trigger to go see him again. Yeah, we're going to Nashville for this, but it turned out, it turned out to be like an absolute uh, blast of an interview. Like he gave us some pretty good answers. I think we asked questions that he didn't really expect to see coming, and so it was pretty good. And um, the interview is with Jordan Kyola from Mo Lauda and the Humble, uh, Philly-based band. They have been together for quite some time. They released uh, two albums and an EP, and they're they're kind of growing pretty quick. Um, People are right. Re- they'll recognize the sound. A lot of people, what they say, they sound like Kings of Leon. Uh, yeah. They don't like that. Didn't like yeah, that. they don't yeah, like that. They, so I probably yeah. shouldn't probably see any of that. But either way, it was a phenomenal interview. Uh, we're going to splice that in here for you. A little bit into it, we do miss a chunk of audio. He's talking about uh, the two bands he listens to to write his lyrics right now. Obviously, Tuesday Catch Up Difference. Not sure what happened there. We just lost a little bit of it. It's only like 15 <laughs> seconds of a half an hour interview. But uh, yeah, without further ado, here's Jordan Kyola with Mo Loud and the Humble. It's a pretty damn good interview. Enjoy.
Ladies and gentlemen, joining us via FaceTime audio, we have one-third of Mo Lauda, one half of Night Season Music. He's a very talented individual, a man who most likely wants to lose my number considering how much I've texted him. <laughs> we are bringing him in all the way from Philly area. We've got Jordan Kaiola. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Good to talk to you guys. Absolutely. You guys are fresh off a 25-show tour in five weeks. How'd that go? It was awesome. Definitely... Uh Definitely exhausting, but uh, we hit all the marks we kind of wanted to as far as turnouts and all that, and it, it definitely seems like things are continuously growing, so it was fun, man. It's, Absolutely. It's, good. it's a blast. I'm, I'm not tired of it yet. <laughs> not yet. Hopefully not. We uh, we met Mo Lauda and the rest of those guys, Jeff and Shane, um, at Mile of Music over here in Appleton, which I know a lot of the people listening to this podcast have definitely uh, have been to and are a big fan of. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mile of Music? What you guys like about it? Why you you know why you guys keep coming back? Oh uh, man, Mile of Music is like a godsend for for indie bands. Um, I I try to tell every band, you know. Um, we meet about it if they don't know about it um we didn't really know what to expect that first year you know it just seems like a festival out in the middle of wisconsin because it's <laughs> a festival out in the middle of wisconsin yeah um, but uh we played eight sets the first year in four days and i just remember after our first one just like the word getting around and every single show after that was just packed it's just it's it's rare to find a festival where every show is free number one so that's why these shows get packed um you know people are just out there to see good live music and and the bands kind of reap the benefits as far as building a bit of a following and making a ton of money off merch and just um they put you up in a hotel they feed you it's just like we call it summer camp for bands. That's what it feels like. One hundred percent, especially you know those Saturday nights. You know they don't really need to feed oh you, considering uh, you, myself, and Harley cleared out an entire brat stand. So I'm still impressed. To we this did. Day. We, That's uh, right. We crushed those brats. It was it was pretty intense. But uh, <laughs> speaking of the tour, kind of. Oh yeah, dude. We we crushed those brats. It was ridiculous. I think I had probably six. The guy finally sold out. Like we literally were taking them hot off the grill. <laughs> Yeah, that is in between awesome. in between cigarettes that I didn't need to be smoking, it was, that was one of those nights. Um, a cigarettes is a condiment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it basically goes well with the brine. It goes well with it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but we want to talk a little bit about tour. I mean, we've had some listener questions asking about tour life. Um, I guess what's the hardest part of being on tour? The easiest part of being on tour? Kind of you, you, a quick breakdown of that. Yeah, um, hardest part. I mean, at least where we're at, level where we're at. There's so many different. You know, it's such a sliding scale of tour experience. You know, you have dudes that are grinding it out and playing to, like, six people every night, which we definitely did, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it still happens every now and then you get a bum show. But uh, uh, I, my least favorite part is just having to pack up the gear every night and break it down and do all that stuff. If we could afford to bring a crew that does that, that'd be nice. And sometimes the driving can be a pain. Um, you know, I don't really get too caught up on like, uh, you know, sleeping on couches and floors and stuff like that. I can pretty much pass out anywhere if I'm tired enough. So that never really bothers me. It's very rare that, you know, you have a day where you can't get to a shower, whether it's a hotel or a friend or sometimes the venues haven't. So I, I don't really worry about the I guess I'm kind of low maintenance as far as like the actual day to day, just like being a human. 
uh, kind of thing. Right. Um, I think it, it really is just like, I mean, you play a show, you finish your set at midnight, you talk to some people till 1245, and then you got to pack up the van and find a safe place to park it and all that. You know, it's, uh, a, it's a bit of a chore. Yeah, that's got to get difficult because, I mean, you got people like me who want to sit around, like, people want to talk your ear off, they want to buy yeah. you a drink, like, you got to pack your stuff up. How do you kind of, yeah. like, that's like the balance of that between packing your stuff up and getting on the road again versus, like, hanging out. I mean, it's probably necessary yeah. at this stage of the game to want to, you know, you got to build your fan base that way so you have some totally. sort of obligation. But, I mean, how do you guys yeah. kind of manage it? Yeah, I mean, I. I love talking to people after shows, and I love meeting people. I love going out after shows. So, and it, it's just—I mean, when you're traveling, the best way that I can explain it is like we've—we've we've grown to be. You know, it, it sounds corny, but we're really much more like a family than we are like friends. I mean, I spend more time with these dudes than my immediate family, um, like tenfold. So, it, but but with traveling, I don't know if you've ever like taken a vacation or even a short road trip with your friends. Yeah. Just, yeah, the, the two of us you're talking just, to did uh did a 72 hour road trip across the country, tour esque. So uh, like I, two we, weeks on the you road, you get to yeah. know somebody pretty good. Oh yeah, and 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 quite frankly, it's just like throughout the day, you just have you're faced with multiple um, opportunities to disagree on something, whether it's stopping to take a <laughs> pee, whether it's oh, where you're, yeah, whether you're gonna where you're gonna eat that night. Um, you know what you want to do after the show where you want to stay should we get a hotel no let's drive three hours towards the next city night it's constant you got to just learn to work with these people you know because it's it's you're kind like i said you're constantly faced with opportunities to to disagree well, or not, different opinions yeah it's not often you take your coworkers and you sleep in the same bed like you know what i'm saying exactly you, you, you know these Sometimes are your coworkers. You sleep in the same van yeah you sleep yeah. in the same bed you're driving all day long so it's kind of a 24-hour day job but uh yeah one really of our oh yeah you do you grow you grow into it but um one of our questions we actually got a, a while back that was curious about us but i think it's more applicable to you guys is best road trip food we had answers of like <laughs> what are the best combinations what to eat on the road i mean what is your guys's go-to snacks do you stay away from stuff do you uh you lean towards like a certain gas station. I mean, we're quick trip family up here in the Midwest, but I want to know okay, where you guys yeah. are at. Um, it, it's all regional. You don't, you know, uh, yeah. you don't get sushi in the middle of, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Nebraska. Um, but, but at the same time, like, uh, we tour the Southeast quite a bit. We eat a lot of barbecue. Oh um, yeah. It's kind of nice just to have like, you know, to stay away from the, the fried, you know, food and the the fries pizza and burger you know hole that it's easy to fall into because it's quick and easy but um barbecue at least you're getting some real meat and some veggies we always joke about the midwest we're like all right if we know we're touring the midwest it's like all right stock up on your veggies now because oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna see one for two weeks jordan i haven't seen something green since i think june I, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, insane. it's meat and cheese season and if you that's, want that's salad yeah if you want yeah. salad you're going to a gas <laughs> you're like you're going to the grocery store every yeah. day for it so no i, I exactly. get that yeah, so you just got to know, I guess, you, you learn, but uh, you got to know the spots um, in the different parts of the country. If you're out west, we eat uh, more Mexican out west. Um, Texas just has everything. Yeah, Texas is like uh, the, the, the full the best, board. Man. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of places are at this point. If you're in a big city, they're going to have a whole lot of options. Um, but the best best thing for like traveling where you're not like tearing up your stomach, we eat a lot of ramen. Mm. Oh yeah, because um, remotely healthy, you know, you feel 
don't feel, you don't like feel terrible. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't feel great, but you don't feel too terrible. Yeah, but the uh, the gas station. Have you ever been to a Bucky's? I've you heard, heard I've heard the name, but I have not. They're like been. down in Texas. I've never seen anything like this place. First of all, <laughs> I think there's there's got to be a hundred different gas pumps. Oh yeah, they, I'm not kidding. It's like they're a, all full a mall. all the time. It is. It's a mall of a gas station. Then you go in. It's got like a whole market. Anything you could want. It's crazy, but it's a gas station. See, that's wild. What, those are the things you look forward to in the regional, uh, the regional sense when you're moving. But um, yeah, exactly. I had a question, and this one I'm honestly afraid to ask because I'm afraid I'm going to be more on the don'ts side of pretty much all of these answers. But from a band standpoint, I mean, you've got the guys who yell "Freebird" at shows. You've got people who are kind of too rowdy or or not rowdy enough. Give me some concert do's and don'ts, and uh, and and what are your like personal pet peeves or your personal favorite characters at a show? Mm. Okay, great question. Definitely, the yeah, biggest don't is 100% Freebird. Don't ever yell Freebird. Um, <laughs> I've, I've started calling people out when they, they yell it. I'll call them out on the mic. <laughs> Be like, oh, we made it four songs. Oh, yeah. Before some asshole yelled Freebird. Nice work. Uh, now get out. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. We, I mean, we've, we've done just about every kind of show. So, like, we've totally had, like, the girl that comes up before you're even like set up like you haven't played a note yet and she's like do you know mr brightside <laughs> oh yeah i gotta get you set up like, can you guys oh, play right, a well, little john and the east side boys not, uh, the window not that kind yeah. of band honey <laughs> yeah there, i don't i don't mind i don't mind requests um if if oh this is actually the second biggest don't if you're gonna request a song get this name of the song right oh yeah you get people <laughs> singing you the notes <laughs> yeah seriously no they're just like no they'll be like uh, can you play um cursed cursed weather or or, or <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah find my way home for for like, your music you? in particular yeah. And they're like, yeah, and they're like, uh, that's my favorite one. I'm like, oh, that's your favorite one? You didn't know the title? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I'd love to see them <laughs> I mean, sing the I words. I totally appreciate them listening. It's just like, yeah, if you're going to, if you got the balls to request a song, you got to nail the title. You got to be ready for it. Um, some major do's, just be respectful and uh, go with the flow of the uh, music in that if it's a very quiet part be quiet if it's a loud part yeah get rowdy with us that's cool no don't be the dude don't be the dude that's screaming during the really pretty breakdown yeah Um, i'm stoked that you're stoked but this is a quiet part now we promise we'll jam we always get back to the loud parts absolutely yeah some people like to jump the gun thankfully all right so i I escaped i escaped on most of the don'ts i haven't requested a song i didn't know there you go have i been one of the drunker people in the crowd particularly but i'm from wisconsin so we kind of get away with it normally normally i'm the drunkest at the show so that's actually my (laughs) other question Jordan, do you not get fucking hungover? I mean, you we t- we went out now two nights in a row at Mile of Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I, and just in general, you guys are you're living the kind of the rock star lifestyle where you like people want to party with you. You got to drink afterwards. You go out. How do you go up and play the next day? I mean, I honestly was on my deathbed. What? I think Matt was yeah. too. Oh, and you I played. I died that day a little bit. What What's yeah. the hangover cure? What's your go to? Mm, yeah, I don't know if there's a cure, but I I, I guess I just know. The, almost the exact amount I can drink, and I, I almost only uh, drink whiskey. So it's it's just I know how it affects my body. If I'm if I'm going out and people are, you know, I'm ripping tequila shots with people, which I think we actually did rip it. No, nope. yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Enter yeah, maybe a couple. <laughs> we we, we um, made some bad choices. <laughs> then normally it's it's kind of different. You, you, 
Mile of Music is tougher because you might be playing at like one the next day, and I've definitely had some hungover sets in that regard. But um, a lot of times you have just enough time to to, to get, recover, get, get, get your head back before uh, before sound I mean, check or or before you hit. But like, let's say with your voice, but, especially. I mean, for a guy, yeah, I mean, you you, have you to, have to you guys have a number of jams and a lot of like you know loud songs. But you got people talking to you all night. You're ripping yeah. shots. I mean, sometimes I feel like I don't say a word, but I take a slip of whiskey and I lose my voice. You yeah. know, how do you have you had sets where you've gone up there a little hoarse, or what do you uh, what do you do good, to balance yeah. it? I mean that happens I think I've I've been okay um with as far as as far as my voice goes um but you definitely have to be wary of that yeah I I don't smoke I don't smoke um a whole lot you know I'll partake every now and then but uh I really just don't think I'll ever um I I'm just kind of I'm I'm a little um, it's your money maker about my voice. Yeah, yeah it's it your is. money so man. You I mean that's that's, that's treat it like that. Right. But, I mean um, that's your, that's, that's your not tool. to say you know we don't we don't drink, we don't party, but um, yeah, I guess it, it's honestly just like, I guess your body getting used to it. I was going to say it's that way. After 25 um, shows in five weeks, you kinda, yeah. your body's like, well, we're going to go up there and we're going to do it again. So you're across the bear, so yeah. you got to do it. Yeah, um, I drink far less before we play now. Um, I used to I used to dr- drink a decent amount and I'd get pretty lit, but like not to the point where, you know, someone would be like, oh, I saw this band and this guy was a total mess. Right. But um, I've, I've gotten to the point now where I, I drink far less before we play. Just I feel like I, you know, I owe it to my bandmates. I owe it to me and I owe it to the people that are paying money to see us. I want to be, I want to be the best I can be. Um, that's not to say, you know, a couple of drinks doesn't loosen you up a bit and right. um, help with that. But uh, there's a, there's lot, a yeah. fi- fine line between, uh, you know, being loosey goosey and uh, missing notes and stuff. Hundred so. percent. So, I mean, a concert that sticks out in my mind, like the rained out Appleton show, getting moved into the hotel. But our idea was, you know, are there any specific concerts? I guess over the past couple of years, even when you guys were still coming up, that just stick out as like defining moments for Mo Louder, or while you guys were on the come up, or at least just in your mind. Yeah, um, we played this uh, this place called the Basement in. Um, Nashville, and it's quite literally a basement. It's probably fits about 150 tops, and that's pushing it. Um, but we played this thing called New Faces Night on a Tuesday night there, and we hadn't really broken into the Nashville scene. We this was uh, almost two years ago now, and um, just kind of that that town can be intimidating when you first play in there, you know. Oh, 100 percent. It's Nashville's, you know, it's Music City, and um, uh, so I was I was pretty nervous playing there the first couple times and our first two shows there were just flops nobody knew us there then we played this um new faces night and it's got pretty much a built-in crowd these the whole thing is you get a 25 minute set and there might be six different bands and people just go to discover new artists so we got hooked up with that dude named grimy who uh <laughs> runs that place really cool dude he runs a record shop too a legendary record shop right there it's connected to the basement and i remember just just kind of having this mentality of like, all right, we have 25 minutes. Let's fucking <laughs> just punch them in the blow face. their faces <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we just played five bangers, and um, we played a show later that night at 1 a.m., and a bunch of people from that show went over there. And now um, Nashville is one of our bigger markets. We, we haven't had a, uh, um, a bad show there since. A lot of people have been coming out, and I think – that was kind of a defining moment of like just felt sort of like an audition in in some ways that that we passed and um that For was sure. pretty I mean, cool you want to break into that sellout scene. was huge 
Yeah, you guys. That one felt real. Pretty big um, on the East Coast, correct? I mean, you're from Philadelphia. The band originated in yeah. that Philadelphia area, so you guys do well over there. I mean, that's probably your initial tours started in that regard. Right. Yeah, it's funny though. It's it's like we do we do better in say Charlotte or Chicago than we do in like DC, and DC is not even you know two hours. Hmm. It's about two and a half hours from Philly, so it's like you don't really know where you're going to do well. Um, you know, we bring more people in LA than DC, I think. So you do kind of have, of course, you have like the regional fans. Like I, you know, we have a bunch of friends in New York and uh, Boston, and they still come out to shows and stuff. And so those are two of our good markets. But I don't know. You really yeah. don't know. It, it all depends on on the town itself, on the fabric and and the live music scene in that town. And it makes know? yeah, it makes sense to cast a wide net, which you guys are casting an even wider net. Pretty co- or coming up pretty soon here. You guys are going overseas. How are you? Uh, how you feeling about the European tour coming up here? I'm stoked. I don't think it's fully sunk in for me. Maybe when we land <laughs> in Barcelona, right. but um, uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be. I don't even know what to expect. Cause I, don't, I don't even know what to expect when I go to, like, a, a new city in America, you know. Um, you just can never really fully picture what touring over there is going to be like. Um, I'm excited. Uh, we've talked to a lot of friends in bands who have done the same thing, actually through the same company that we're partnered with, and they loved it. They said it was a great experience, and I think it's just a different live music consumer over there i think people are just ravenous for it um and uh open-minded and uh respectful listeners and uh i'm excited to see yeah that'd be crazy how that goes you guys i yeah. think you guys will crush and it's like you said people it's a different kind of uh different vibe over there for what they're looking for in live music so we got yeah. a couple more i mean i got a couple of music related questions then we'll finish up we yeah. got some uh some tuesday catch-up which is the podcast related uh questions that came in from both us and some listeners but i uh i had a song so or uh, a question so you guys i mean i in my opinion one of my favorite covers of any musician is the midnight rider cover you guys did and my question is you know any song that you haven't covered that you guys think you would absolutely crush or that you would, you know, you aspire to cover well and put out there. I mean, what, what would, what would the song be? Ooh, it's a great question. Um, Hmm. Wow. I think I've, I've, I've probably thrown out some ideas before that just never really came to fruition. As far as covers, we, the only times we've really, covered we try to cover things that are kind of out of our wheelhouse and out of out of the box like um you know for a while we were covering uh this old buzzcock song um we've covered redbone that uh childish Gambino oh, song. that's, that's cool. uh, is there a recording yeah. of that out there that would be wild I, I have a solo um uh like loop pedal recording of it on youtube just if you search my name um and that's kind of where i got the idea um, we kind of made it more like a trio thing. I'm trying to think what what I'd I mean, like to cover. Yeah, um, you guys remix some of your own songs. Well, I mean, you guys played uh, you guys played kind of a slower jam song uh, off Act Accordingly, which I actually um, I have a theory about Act Accordingly. Matt and I have a, we listen to <laughs> theory. I'm not some nerd. I promise, man. I'm not a nerd, but you know, I like to listen <laughs> to songs. I like to listen yeah. to the lyrics. Yeah. I mean, so and I don't really know. Is there a story behind Act Accordingly? Because in my 
eyes i'll kind of break it down for you so between the intro what it sounds like and i don't know if it's a if it's a story versus like just a, the way you kind of mm-hmm. lyrically wrote it it sounds like there was an accident in the first song and as it grows through you know you go through the progression of like um you lost someone something else happened and then there's the funeral um between right time wrong location in part two and i, I if i'm reading completely into it just skewer me right now and let me know but there is there <laughs> seems to be a thematic flow to the whole song the whole yeah. uh, track well the intro kind of is is somewhat of a standalone. I just, I just don't. It, the intro just kind of poured out of me one day, and I wasn't quite sure in in relation to what. However, right time, wrong location, and part two began as they were one song, hmm. and they changed so many different times just through us jamming on them, and um, that's why it's called part two. It's quite literally part two of right time, wrong location. Um, but that the story behind that um, runaway is is written about uh, my ex girlfriend. And she kind of had, uh, you know, she was a very, very important person to me. She's still a good friend of mine. Um, changed my life in a lot of ways. And, and uh, Runaway was sort of about her um, kind of longing to explore and, and travel. And sometimes I felt like I was holding her back a little bit from the places she really wanted to go and kind of, you know, holding on a little bit. But anyway, that same girl... Um, her parents um, had survived a very horrible car crash. Her dad actually survived a couple, but her parents were in one um, and survived. And previous to her parents even meeting, her mother was engaged, ironically, to a uh, uh, lead singer of a band. Hmm. And he um, died in a car accident. Um, he was hit by a drunk driver. And... Um, I took that as those three accidents out of those three car accidents, um, you know, two of the three had to survive in order for me to find my only one. The, the two out of three was the only way I could find my only one is the line. Basically, just the, the path. I mean, had that dude, you know, not passed away, right. then her parents likely never would have gotten together and therefore I never would have met her. Ah. So, so those, that's so those three yeah, accidents um, working out in that way in particular was the only reason that you know I ended yeah. up meeting this person who impacted my life so strongly. So I was I was about half right, and honestly, that's a, yeah, that's, that's an amazing yeah. that's an amazing you know theme to to kind of write those songs about, and that kind of I had a question earlier that I had scratched off just about you know your your writing experience. Do you write just like you said? Sometimes it just pours out and it's complete, you know, just off the dome, doesn't come from a certain memory or anything like that. And then sometimes you write from a memory. I mean, is it kind of all over the board, or does it? Uh, yeah, it, I I um. Sometimes it does just pour out, and a lot of times, the way I write, I often write um, music first, and then I start kind of just jabbering over the, uh, you know, kind of mumbling and humming stuff over the chords for to to search for melodies. But oftentimes, like, uh, oftentimes, I can't tell you how many times I've kept the first line that comes out of my mouth hmm. um, because cool. I just feel like that that natural tendency is probably telling me something and sometimes i completely roll off of that or sometimes i i really do i'm inspired by something um to sit down and write a song about it you know without it being forced right um uh you know you got standing in place that's you know inspired by a certain individual in my life um i felt like i was getting caught up in money so that kind of inspired that i mean uh I've written songs about all, all 
kinds of different events, shells, of course, gun violence, mm-hmm. you know, that was after San Bernardino that he sat down and needed some sort of outlet, um, for, I guess, my anger and my, you know, uh, confusion. Uh, so sometimes it happens that way. I've been, I've been getting more into, I've been listening to, um, Thing I think rather than these broad um, sweeping strokes of, of lyrics and themes, uh, probably that I don't even know enough about. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I mean that's you know? <laughs> the, the way I mean the way you write, the way it sounds is it's just kind of a it's. A, I mean, it's most artists that you hear they they it's like a release and then just a way to kind of comprehend or, totally. or or push out the world around them. So that's I mean that's really cool and I'm actually yeah. kind of glad you said that. But you uh, you did drop a little bit, so there is a new record coming out. What when, when are we thinking? Oh. Can we get a scoop on the Tuesday catch up? This uh, Midwest wisconsin-based podcast you know what are, what do we got here so uh, i actually just uh, had rehearsal with the dudes we um i guess kind of finalized the first four songs of uh, the next album just learning them and, and right you know, arranging them and everything but yeah we're hoping to uh hoping to get a record together by i'd say early 2020 realistically i mean i mean we just dropped one in march it, it seems like we're already back at it, you know. So oh, 100%. Like, uh, you know, because that, that record is still going to be the new record, you know, until something else comes out. But I'm really excited for these songs, and we've got some um, some things in motion um, on the, you know, the, the other side of the music, um, which I'm also excited about. So I won't give too many details on that. But, yeah, definitely working on the new stuff. And, we got uh, a scoop on the Tuesday catch cool. up early Very 2020. Cool. You heard it here first. You uh, <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, you've probably done some sort of interviews or podcasts before. What is your least favorite podcast or interview question? Yeah. Uh, the name. <laughs> hey, where does Mo Lauda come from, Jordan? I'm just, I'm <laughs> just, just um, uh, end on a bad note. Yeah. Yeah, we did a PR campaign for the last record, and and um, they were like, "Is there anything you know that you don't want to be asked in interviews?" And and we kind of laughed about it because normally it's like, "Don't bring up my divorce," or like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> "Don't bring up my second wife," or that one time, you know, that one tabloid or whatever. We're like, "No, wait." Wait, wait, yes. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. ask us about the name. Just don't ask where Mo Lauda comes from. Some people still do. It's like, all right, well, you didn't need that. My guess was a close second was you guys sound like Kings of Leon. It's not a question. It's just a statement. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not that, too mad about that. That one, one, that one doesn't hurt. It's more flattering than anything. I think we had talked well, about this that. One was, this was even better the other day because I, 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 I get that almost every show. You know, People people literally ask me, How, do you guys get that? I'm like, yeah, every single show. <laughs> no, you're the um, only one who thought about yeah, it. Yeah, you're the only person that caught that. Um and uh, this girl at a show recently, she she comes up. She's like, "You know who you remind me of?" Oh my gosh! Um, and I, I almost and I almost did it. I almost said Kings of Leon, you know, because I'm. Pretty, yep. She's like, she goes. Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is you go, I'll awesome. take I'll take Kings of Leon over that. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ross from yeah. Friends. That oh is my god. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jordan. Two more questions for you. Cool. We got to know. We answered it on the podcast. Um, it's uh, dead or alive. Pick your four bowling team all-time bowling team members uh we had teams that were built of comedians we had a team that had gandhi um jesus ruined a team i had uh john goodman from uh from uh the big lebowski i mean if you had to pick four right now off the dome and i'll let you uh i'll let you put an addendum on this and you can text me a different answer later but we want to know your four right now okay um shit that's good that's really good all right um 
I was like, I thought you were talking about assembling like actual good bowlers. No, no, no. no. Let, I, I, mean, like, you, I don't know shit about. Someone picked a team know. that was purely fat comedians because fat people are good bowlers. I, I was uh, the, uh, my like my team. Uh, yeah, it was. It's kind of all over the board. We had someone picked a. I don't know. Uh, I think Charlie Sheen was on there. Charlie Sheen got onto a bowling team. Because he always wears bowling shirts, oh, so it's got to be uh, correlated, I think. I don't know. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I would make it really easy. I think uh, I would just take the whole gang from Always Sunny minus D. Sorry, oh, D. yeah, it's um, clutch. That's so great. It'd be me, Danny DeVito, um, uh, Rob McElhaney. Charlie Day and uh, oh my God, uh, Glenn uh, Howard. Howard. Yeah, that's a good I answer. I just think I just think I mean I watch those uh, bloopers all the time, and I literally just that just seems like me and my friends just constantly fucking around, oh, and yeah. just that Ooh. kind of sense of humor. That that would just be a blast. Fantastic bowling team. Yeah, that's I'm, a, I'm yeah. jealous. That's yeah. a great bowling team. We'll uh, we'll put <laughs> that like out to the list. Yeah, yeah, it's a pre-assembled. I mean, you're really just yeah, completing the squad. You're, you're rounding up that piece. I just wrote an episode. For <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> yes, they get into a little bowling league. I love it. All right, uh, we also have a segment on our show. So, um, you know, my dad is uh, he's a little bit on the kooky side. He does not believe <laughs> we went to the moon. Uh, he believes in a ton okay. of conspiracies. So we let my dad have the reins here for about five mm-hmm. minutes per podcast. Trust me, I'm not. You know, I'm not always the biggest that. fan. Of, it's definitely it's intense. It's called the Craig Spiracy Corner. His name's Craig. It's, uh, <laughs> we take a trip there, and he. Uh, uh, he did, you know, the most overused inventions. He doesn't believe we went to the moon. He uh, he thinks that Antarctica you know, is being Antarctica is a space station. He believes, yep. and that you know that's why politicians <laughs> visit there. So love him. He's a kooky guy. But I want to know: do you do you guys, you know, you or the other guys in the band, do you believe in any uh, kind of conspiracies? And and you know, what's your status on those? Actually, the, I think the most interesting uh, is the moon landing one. Mm. Um, I, d- I just watched something on it recently, and I hardly ever subscribe to these things. Um, <laughs> I don't. I think you're totally. You know, I think it's totally cool to question things, but a lot of times it's just like all it takes for one conspiracy or for a conspiracy to just fall on its face is like one person that opens their mouth. I'm like, so you're telling me every one of these <laughs> people involved has just kept their mouth shut about oh, yeah. it the entire yep. time? Yeah, There's yeah. not one dude that's just like, okay, <laughs> Time Magazine, I'll do this interview for a million dollars. Like, guaranteed, somebody oh, would yeah. open their mouth by mm-hmm. um, uh, But recently we were at the, uh, we were in Dallas. And uh, there's a dude that uh, goes to um, the JFK assassination site. We were, we were there. Um, Every that's a conspiracy like central every weekday. That's a hot like every weekday. Yeah, and sets up this entire table with all these documents, <laughs> pictures, <laughs> interviews. Every single day he goes out there. I'm pretty sure, or at least weekdays. It's like his nine to five. That is, and a, he just and he just talks to people about this conspiracy. I'm just hearing him talk to our boy Kirby, and I'm, I'm just like. How how many times has this guy repeated himself and just gave <laughs> given the same? He he's flipping through pages and pages of documents. He's pointing out like this guy is. Uh, yeah, he knew exactly where to find each little passage. He, he's he just got like knows a it, like the back of his hand. An FAQ list of like, all right, if they say this, take him to page thirty four, yeah. section B. Let them know what's up. That's, that's it's wild that they let him stay there. It's like the yeah. site of the assassination. You know, what I mean, it's that's pretty, crazy. If you've never been there, I highly recommend going. It's just absolutely eerie. That'd they have it marked on the street, like where the two shots hit. Really, you can stand. You can stand where Zapruder stood and shot the the footage, the famous footage. It's really eerie. 
Yeah, it's I feel wild. like that that block in general is just a yeah. haunted little hotbed for conspiracies. Yeah, totally. I'm just fascinated by that dude in general too. I think that'd be a guy though that uh, someone should have said something like years ago, and just the government came and gave him the real documents and be like, "Here you go, you can rest now." Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like get, throw him a bone. Just somebody let him <laughs> yeah, out of there. Seriously, man. <laughs> this he'd poor have, guy he'd have no life. That's commitment like, to right. yeah. his purpose <laughs> right now. <laughs> now what do I do? What's yeah. On? Netflix. Yeah, right. Yeah, he'd be out, he'd be watching other conspiracies. You'd see him on the next street corner the next day. So, all right. Oh, so the man. moon the moon landings. Uh, at least where you yeah. you get a little suspicious. At least that one's rem- remotely like lighthearted. I've seen other ones like Sandy Hook conspiracies. Oh and yeah, just, like, those get Jesus. down there. Oh yeah, yeah. Some, some you can't allow yourself to go down that rabbit oh, hole. I mean, it's one of those things yeah. where you're like, I just better not ask why. And you, yeah. can, you know. Like, <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that is just oh yeah inexcusable. Moon landing is a little bit lighthearted because you, you yes. know, they're like, listen, you can hear in space the whole nine yards. But we actually have a, a little segment on it. It was his uh, his last Craig Spears that he broke it down for us that he didn't think the moon landing was real. So it was a. Uh, I kind of wanted. I kind of want that conspiracy to be true, just so uh, they had. <laughs> Uh, Neil Armstrong uh, bouncing around in like, <laughs> a little suit, just <laughs> running around in a set. Yeah, just a grown man prancing. What do you guys think, guys? Good take there. We we, we look take. real. <laughs> do we, do we, we do look that real? again? <laughs> I want to actually. See, I want to say uh, one ball or one small step. He's like, I want to kind of workshop that line a little bit here. <laughs> he had a line. Yeah. Oh yeah. If he we was... could do that line one more time. That'd be great. Locked and loaded. All right. Uh, I don't have okay. Matt. You got anything else over here for Jordan? No. I mean, this was a blast. I'm a, I'm right a on, fun. Jordan. You got any questions for us? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. How how long have you guys been doing this podcast? Thirty six weeks. About. Nice. Yeah, we're getting up there. About. That sounds really <laughs> so so we so it's thirty six episodes. We've taken a break okay. or two here. We're actually currently gotcha. on a little bit of a holiday break, kind of restructuring things. So you're going to be kicking off season two. Um, you are coming off the heels of our interview with the guy who made Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. So I don't know. You know how do you think you stack up there? That's a. <laughs> That's honestly. That's way better. <laughs> he's <laughs> way better. Than he's wild, kid. man. He's a, his, it's Chef Larry Raymond. The guy is a the how guy's you, a legend. How do you get? I actually produced uh, my buddy's podcast. Actually, I did all the theme music for it. Um, Whoa! Uh, do you want? We're hiring. Yeah, we're hiring. You got time? <laughs> I would do it. I would do it if you guys need theme music for segments. Hell yeah, um, we do. Just like give me, give me the. The style of music and the you know some major points to hit, but I, I wait 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 wait. We got a tie. We got a tryout for you before you give me the story. We got to try for you. Give me a little uh, intro to the Tuesday catch-up, just off the dome. What do you got? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nothing. No, no. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a writer, not a freestyle. All right, there you go. There you But I remember how hard it was to find guests for that dude, and uh, like, how do you guys keep finding good interviews? Uh, well, we as you can tell, the shit <laughs> out of people. As you can yeah. tell, yeah, I have. You know how many texts yeah. have you gotten from me since we met? It was probably the biggest let's mistake you like, no yeah no let's not do <laughs> yeah. this I mean, trust me the guys were like wow how'd you do it i was like well i annoyed the shit out of him until he agreed to come on yeah, so that's how that it you're, was you're number two sorry, and now uh yeah you're number two and we got uh big shoes to to fill after this one though. yeah this <laughs> this has been two really good interviews and in terms of other guests yeah. man you just you bring on your weird friends and hopefully do that but it's been fun i mean that's crazy that you uh you produce we're definitely gonna have to hitch up for a theme song because we uh we're reshuffling Dude, please do Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be wild. That'd that would be, be a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I tell you cool, what, man. ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find Mo Lauda on Spotify, all your streaming platforms. Night Season Music also on Spotify. I don't know if you guys are on iTunes or Apple Music, but yep, we're on all that stuff. Awesome. 
both those are fantastic groups um you know different vibes and, and great music we're great friends with these guys i'm super excited for them to come back to mile of music i know we'll be uh hopefully chatting soon so jordan i appreciate you for coming on man hey thanks for having me you guys were great this is great awesome yeah, man. thanks we'll talk to you later peace all out right. all right dudes have a good one yeah you too Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! We're back. That was I didn't realize. <laughs> we're back. No, that, yeah, I didn't realize how uh, we like we spent some good time chatting with them. That wow! Night. Yeah, that was legit, yeah. fellas. What'd you think? Me and Matt had a good time recording that. Dude, he seems like he seems like a cool dude. He's pretty down to earth. Yeah, it was a good time. I think uh, his bowling team definitely stacks up with ours. I think. Love the bowling team pick. That was killer. I'm actually pretty upset that I didn't think of the Always Sunny cast yeah. first and. <laughs> Also, it makes it way funnier that he cut out Sweet D. Yeah, everybody but D, she's got to go. Because that's exactly what they would do. So, um, D yourself went out. Oh, that's awesome. No, it was a good interview. I Like I said, you know, sorry we cut out on the audio there for a little bit in the in the middle there. Uh, it's the Tuesday catch-up difference. Yeah, it's, how the, it, it's really what you get uh, with the Tuesday catch-up. If you miss <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what we got. So no, but it was a great interview. We're definitely. I was pumped about it. Still am. Uh, we're gonna go see them in Nashville coming up here, and then uh, on top in of his that, best venue. Yeah, that's in pretty, their, yeah, yeah, that's gonna that be a good concert. Hear that they're like more successful in like Charlotte and like Southeast cities than they are like DC. Yeah, but I guess it makes sense with like the appreciation for music or like what they I think, like. I think that's. I think that's exactly. There's it. a pretty solid chance that I fly back home. By myself, Chum might literally die. <laughs> oh, fuck off! Dude, when he when he uh, when he jokingly offered to uh, um, Chum's gonna quit his job and become a roadie. Yeah, He's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm a fan of good music, fellas. I ain't gonna take yeah, any grief for it. If you haven't yeah. listened to them, check them out, please. Yeah, for real. Uh, any of your yeah. streaming platforms. It's I've turned quite a few of my friends into fans, and I just like want to see them get big because it's been a lot of fun, and also just very cool of him to offer to do some theme music. I definitely think we hit him up on that. Oh yeah, uh, I would love that. Yeah. That was a good interview. Bombard uh, him in Nashville. Be like, give us, give us the. Email. I need it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so <laughs> gotta go find the guy named Grimy. Yeah, yeah. Nate, yeah. Nate, if you could hum out a uh, a theme song for uh, here, I'm think. What's the th- what's the thing? Uh, so I've, I've been, been thinking. thinking. There you I've go. been thinking. Hum me a hum me a or give me a intro song right now. Three, <laughs> two, two, one. one. I've been thinking. I see. I kept thinking of the Beyonce. Like, yeah, I've been, been thinking. thinking watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear so I've been thinking. So I've been thinking. Oh, I watermelon. How do you do the drunken love like that? Drunken love. We be all night. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's answer some questions and get the frig out of here, huh, fellas? <sighs> What is this, oh, yeah. a two-hour episode? Welcome We're getting back, up there. We're getting up there. All right, number one question. Have you ever been in love? I'll start, yeah, a few times. I'm a soft-ass dude. I fall in love a lot. I fall in love with stupid Likewise. things, and I fall in love with stupid women, and, I, and that's all you got to say about it. Have I been in love? Yeah, I have. Thanks for asking. Matt, you ever been in love? Uh, Be no, honest. I don't think so. No? No. Nah. I've been in love probably twice for real. Actually, true love twice. Be like, no, I've been in first love once. Nah. I've been in love a second time. Yeah, I guess like, I don't even know. No, I'll say no. I was in love in. It's probably high bad school. If I have to think about it, right? I, yeah, no, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. if you're in love, yeah. No. 
Uh, Nate, you ever been in love? Nate, are oh, you yeah. in love right now? <laughs> Nate, are you in love right now? <laughs> do you remember? Yes. Do you remember? I think it was episode seventeen. One of our, uh, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, go back and listen to season one, episode <laughs> seventeen. Um, I do remember this episode. Crying, crying on the. Oh, that was number outside. nine. That's episode nine. Episode nine. That is fucking like uh-huh. six <laughs> months When Nate, Nate had a breakup. I just wanted to die. Like there was so much bad stuff it going was on. So funny. I was just like, I'm doing good. Uh, crying on the outside, or um, crying on the inside, uh, smiling crying, outside. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That was the title. <laughs> Pain. Yeah, yeah. Pain. Very funny. Yeah. Harley, you ever been in love? Are you? Is that yeah. flip flopped around now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm crying <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> good to Love to him, you know. What do you, you know? Society has such a strict definition of love. <laughs> I love. I'm lamp. gonna take this time to bring back soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like yeah. to revisit this. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. You had a real yes. good five week run with that, you idiot. <laughs> uh, there's too much pressure with the hashtags and yep. I couldn't get political gosh yeah. the hashtags were a lot. fucking dope though when you yeah we were it. having a good one whenever we got it but it's okay yeah. it's okay well, time, sometime, sometime. That, 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 that damn van band that damn van band <laughs> damn van band was so funny that is wild <laughs> what was another there's one other oh they were all good but what was, what was that? Uh, no more bleach on little Caesar hashtag no more bleach on little Caesar's picking it off but then there was one it was like hashtag God, there's so I don't know. There Go back and listen. Good rhymes, yeah, yeah, there is great rhymes. Um, next <laughs> question. <laughs> Damn man. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking just a, a home run. Uh, I got a question. Why are you so ugly? <laughs> this is the one disadvantage of like putting stuff on the internet. Is I got the question. Why are yeah. you so ugly? I they said, Why are you so ugly? Yeah, it's genetics, baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the funny part is my sister who sent that. So this uh-huh. <laughs> is genetics. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, no one would ask. Well, you're probably see, ugly I, if you're asking that question anonymously. Oh, oh, even though you can definitely see who asked you questions on Instagram. Yeah, we learned that the hard way. Yeah, shout out Leah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of cum questions. Good questions. Good questions. <laughs> oh fuck! I hope um, you still listen. Yeah, I think she does. All right, good. Shouts to you, Tomato Girl honorarily. Beep that out. Yeah, I should have beeped that out. That's She's not me. a tomato girl. You no, free ads. no free ads. No free uh, ads. Does your GF know about the podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me answer this. Short form, short form, two things here. One, we're not saying the GF, BF thing yet, so let's not get there. <laughs> Number two. Wait, you can't even say the abbreviated? You can't just say GF? my main thing my boo thing my squeeze um and then number two no she does not know the podcast exists i'm sure she's curious as to what all this audio recording equipment is in my room um i'm building the time machine yeah i definitely like i have to find a way in the next so i had to make sure that she liked me enough and like didn't know how weird i was before i show her this this stuff so eventually she'll know Today's yeah you gotta ease into the weird you know yeah, so I, what, I, have, yeah, yeah, what have yeah. you been telling her is behind the door she opens it she just doesn't ask questions. I don't know. I think she just doesn't want to know. Does she just think it's like it's, Fifty Shades of Grey probably, or something? She probably Maybe. doesn't want to know because she doesn't want to be forced to listen to it every week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, probably thinks it's some shit show. Yeah, she it is a shit show. She probably thinks it's some shit show run by four white dudes <laughs> yeah, on a podcast. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> two of my face stuff. Through. I mean, I He's waiting listen. for you to tell she's, her. I mean, she's... Knows. She's missing out, but I understand her worry. <laughs> I, I I will tell her soon. You should totally become a tomato girl. Yeah, yeah. Just sign her up to Patreon. We'll see. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready Take for her, her to debit know just card. Yet. Give her time. Give her time. <laughs> All right. This one is a leftover Actually, shower. Donate cup. some of your money in her name and then give it to her as a gift. Oh, yeah. Like here you go. Here's your T-shirt. <laughs> um, all right. 
Uh, we got a question here. It's a shower thought. What color is the receipt paper at Culver's when it runs out? Does it turn white? Because as you know, Culver's receipt paper always pink. Is it really? Yeah, it was a shower thought by this individual. They mm. said when you're, you know, when you run out of the roll, does it just turn a darker shade of pink? Does it turn white? What do you guys think? I think it turns blue. I think you actually might be right. That's not even the off the cuff question. I, I think also you're almost had right. A pretty solid shower thought. I uh, think that's not really like an abstract shower thought. That's a question that they need to go into Culver's and just ask. That's what I said. Send us a video. Um, All right. I had a shower thought that we didn't cover yet, but I thought it was so good that I have to share it. Uh, one day Rick Astley will die and no one will click on the news links. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> that's so good. It's I so true it. though. Like I'm, I'm not getting Rick rolled again. He's just like, no one shows his funeral. If, if, if the news was smart when he does pass away, hopefully never, they will Rick roll everybody. I hope yeah. that they don't put anything in the news. But they just create the link and it does Rick roll you. No, dude, I'm hoping that's honor. I, I want to hear like when everyone goes to his funeral, like people are crying and you hear like this soft symphony never of <laughs> never gonna give you up. <laughs> and you hear like a, like a harp. <laughs> yeah, I let do too, you man. down. Oh, man. That is How much fun. money do you think he got just from the, the Rick roll? How much money Probably do you think he's zero, still getting? Because I think everyone just, like, just snurped that. Was that, yeah, was that pretty run? Yeah, I think he, might be he probably got fucked over on it. All right. Um, what's your biggest fear? I don't want to die, and I don't want my parents to die. That's a serious fear of mine. But I also don't want to drown. So those are two good things. Uh, yeah, I think buried alive would, would really suck. Uh, and I'm not a huge fan of bats, big birds, or snakes. Um, <laughs> big birds? Big I'm not birds. a fan of bats, big birds, or snakes. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I guess those are my biggest fears. But if I had to throw them in that I don't like them, I would say yeah. Okay, Harley, you got a biggest fear? I really wouldn't want to starve to death, and I wouldn't want to fall to my death either. Yeah, falling would suck. No way. I just don't like heights. Yeah, Nate. I think being tortured to death or just a slow pace. Oh, like your general. fingernails getting pulled out and shit. Fuck. Yeah, man. breaking all your fingers. Uh, yeah. yeah, that slow, glad, gradual pain. Yeah, I'm done with it. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, we're done with that. Okay, last question. When's the last time you cried? These got depressing. We already covered this, didn't we? Yeah, oh, we. we, we yeah, had- I told you guys about Polar Express and shit. Yeah, bring us down. <laughs> he runs after the train. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to hear so Sicko Mode or Mo Bamba? <laughs> because that <laughs> meme is killing me right now. It's the kid with the glasses and the blonde hair. Oh, yeah. oh that's what it was. Do you guys um, want to hear sicko the thing mode? That I was trying to think of for you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> it was a meme of that kid, but it's not coming to mind right now. <laughs> Either way, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, last time we cried, we already covered that. We've done this one before. But it was a good question regardless. I appreciate yeah. you. Head on back into I the mean, episodes and take a listen. Theoretically, that's a question that should renew because, chum, you're a crybaby. You has probably anyone, cried. Has anyone cried since? Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, I cried. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even afraid to say it. I cry quite a bit. I'm a I'm a softie, you know? I'm a grown ass man who cries. 
I'm not, I'm I, yeah. like, to a movie or to an event? I cried at A Star is Born, the movie. Sobbed oh. like a little bitch. And then I sobbed later oh that week God. for something super... I think I, one time I was overtired <laughs> and I just cried over something stupid. I was just like, I'm going nowhere in life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, so and then five minutes later, I was like, ah, what a day. <laughs> I like, brushed my teeth and went to bed. Like, <laughs> All right, time to hit day. <laughs> hey, welcome to, welcome to adulthood, chump. I yeah. now see why you haven't shared this with your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm starting to realize i share too much on this podcast no 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 we're an open book here um i do if i could put in a request um i would love for you to write some more poetry i actually was gonna write a poem about 2018 i could bring it with me for next week yeah yes kind of a recap and just be like hey we're back i just need more free time to 2018 yeah kind of an r let it let it go yeah summer 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 rpb it's basically a continuum of that book i i guys i'm trying to get back to my creative spot where i can write poetry I need you to get there. Give me time, fellas. Give me time. What a time. Wow. I'm excited to be back. Uh, Happy New Year's to all of our listeners out there. I hope this helped you brave your hangover. I hope you tried to join in on the conversation out of your hungover brain and realized you were just listening to people talk. Um, Drink a Pedialyte. Have some water. Get the sunlight rolling. Go out to breakfast with your friends. Uh, Don't get caught in the nostalgia phase of when the New Year, because every time I do that, I think about all the things that happened, and I'm like, oh, well, and those are gone, and you don't get them back. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Sorry for the Sunday scaries if I just gave them to you. It's going to be all good. Happy New Year's. Eyes forward. Happy New Year's. It's good to be back. I mean, season two is going to be a fucking ride. 2019 is about to be a madhouse for this. Uh, Before I pass this off to the rest of the group here, T-shirt link is dropping. It'll be in the bio on Instagram uh, with the new logo done by Ben Erickson. He's a G. He's an absolute stud at making logos. He's helped out a ton of our friends, and he just he he is talented. And the T-shirts are going to be absolutely dope. Black T-shirt, Tuesday Ketchup logo. You want in on this? I think Nick at Night's also going to be making T-shirts too. But you know what? Just letting you guys know, T-shirts are happening. Uh, Patreon will be back open at the end of January into February. We'll have something kind of restructured and back into it. We want to make sure we're giving you the right content. Look out this week for the YouTube video of the wing eating uh, thing. We're going to release that just because it was it was entertaining, and we almost died, and I, I wanted to puke, and I miss it, and I still have all those bottles of hot sauce, so we've got some other stuff planned up our sleeve that way. Hey, uh, quick question, Jim. Unrelated, I want to try that when I get home. Okay, awesome. Let's. Well, we're going to play Wing Roulette. That's wait, one of the if things. If you were to give an estimate as to when you're coming home. January 8th through the 16th. We'll see him. January 8th through the 16th, give or take. Are you moving back for good? Um. January 8th through the 16th, <laughs> give or take. Give or take. Uh, right. No final questions. All right, right, final thoughts. Like I said, good to see you guys. Happy New Year. Glad to be back. Could not be happier to be on the Tuesday Catch-Up. Matt, what do you got? Boy, oh, girl, am I excited to be back, even though I'm talking like this. Super um, fun. Stay, if, if you stayed with us this far, it's only going to be rockier of a road from here. <laughs> this does not get any better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's going to be better. We're we're all in this. I about flipped my shit when Chum started to back out, but he wasn't backing out. He was just taking a break, which is good for all of us. We're all busy. The holidays are crazy. And um, let's fucking party 2019. You guys have said it uh, very well. I just I want to keep it short. Happy New Year. Uh, keep listening to the podcast. We're we're happy to have you listeners. Nate. Uh very quick. I love you all. Uh this was fantastic being back. And um yeah. I have it. one last ask. Please help us make season two the biggest uh opening yeah. episode for a season. I promise you 
It's going to make me happy and not want to die. I really could use you guys to put this on your Instagram or Snap stories just once, okay? When it comes out on New Year's Day or the, new, the day after, just everybody listening, just just send it to one person or put it on your Instagram story. Get us some new listeners. I want to make this season a big launch. And then uh, go listen to Mo Lauda and follow us on the gram at the Tuesday Catch-Up. Can some we words close of out wisdom. with the Mo Lauda song? If you have a viral tweet, send it. Send Don't it. Let Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. All right, people, with that. <laughs> It feels good to say this. You are all caught Caught up. up. One, two, three. Clap. See you, people. Ugh.